When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Afternoon. This is your boy DJ Barbecue on another edition of the Coda I Radio Network's BTC Uncut, powered by Kback.rocks, Kbackradio.com, the way rock radio should be. Jekyll and Hyde Barbecue. Get your good barbecue at Jekyll and Hyde on Facebook. Midwest All Pro Wrestling, MidwestAllProWrestling.com. Get your tickets and feel the excitement. We have a special guest here today. And that guest is, and with that introduction music, he is the OG of the Redneck Canadian Order. His name is Jason Leroy Taylor. Jason, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me, Barbecue. No, no problem. I know that you'll probably get a little guff for me giving you that nickname because there's a little backstory about that. But uh, we got you on here because you are a professional wrestling fan. You're also an administrator for the Pro Wrestling Live replays and news chat uh, Facebook page that I think just recently came up. Um, you're wanting to reach out to a lot of podcasts. Uh, before we get to that detail, because this is all about professional wrestling, about the fans, the wrestlers, everybody in the backstage, what started your liking for professional wrestling when you were a kid? I just remember, man, that was a long time ago. Um, oh, don't, probably... don't, don't say that it's a long time ago because I'm not too far off on your age either. So we're not that old. No, it was almost <laughs> 40 years. It was almost 40 years ago. I was, <laughs> I was three, four years old. I remember seeing this mammoth man. His name was Andre the Giant. He was bigger than anybody I ever seen. All I could remember is, man, this guy is huge. So I wanted to know who this guy was. So, you know, I, I decided to check wrestling out, and uh, I seen all these, these, what I learned was gimmicks, but they they just blew me away. He had, he had Roddy Roddy Piper, and, you know, I wasn't a big Hulk Hogan guy or anything. I was more of the, oh, yeah, macho man, those type of guys. Right, right. So, you know, they just stood out. And I remember saying to my parents, I said, these guys are coming to Halifax. I'm originally from Toronto, Nova Scotia, an hour away. So I got to go and see these guys. So not only at my first show, did I get to see all these great, great names that I learned, but I came face to knee with that giant that I seen 
for the first time when I checked out this sport. And when I looked up, all I could think was, man, this guy's even bigger than on television. And he was such a gentle man. He reached down, he scooped me up, and he held me for a photo. And I realized then that these guys were more than just what you see on television, but they're great individuals and human beings. Right. So, you know, I think that was the very first memory I had of professional wrestling, and it never went away. So you you uh you started there with Andre the Giant. Now being up there in in Canada, our neighboring sister country, um, what is it like to be a professional wrestling fan different from up in Canada than the United States? Because there's a lot more, I would say, access and more comfortability of people being um, able to be openly like, "Hey, I'm a professional wrestling fan." I mean, you, we do have that down here, but in a lot of cases, like where I was from. Um, you said that you were a professionally wrestling fan, and that's basically what you got. It was those kind of laughs. Uh, how was it to be a professional wrestling fan up there? Oh, it's still the same. People usually don't understand. It takes a lot of uh, a lot of discussion and a lot of going back to that discussion after you get cut off. People uh, are usually the football and hockey type um, of fan, but. Uh, I've uh, made a lot of people that, that said they'd never watched wrestling or they'd never had interest in wrestling watch, listen, and learn about professional wrestling. So uh, I don't really know what to say except for that. Well, then what are some of your other wrestlers that you were, uh, you just were amazed, mind-blown to see in the professional wrestling ring or even at the shows that you go to or else on TV, I should say? Um, growing up or now? Well, I guess we'll start with growing up then. Well, growing up, it was always Brett the Hitman Hurt. Um, after seeing all the gimmicks and uh, watching Hogan do the same three moves forever. <laughs> um, so you're part of the Hogan fan club, uh, from what I'm understanding here. No, I'm not a Hogan fan. <laughs> I'm not a Hogan fan. I am a Ric Flair fan, but I think you can understand when you... There you uh, go. There you go. See, there's a there's a little running uh, backstory about that uh, in the group that I'm admin with. Um, well, there's a difference between a rustler and a gimmick. Right, right. Ric Flair is a rustler. <laughs> right? No, I'm going to get a lot of guff for this one, but yeah, we have a little thing because, you know, they had on the show uh, just recently... Uh, about that it was going to be Ric Flair versus uh, Hulk Hogan uh, at one of their shows on the 31st uh, in Saudi Arabia. And so I'm team uh, Ric Flair, and my my good friend David Meese is uh, team Hogan. And so there's a back-and-forth little dispute that we have uh, in the group to where, I, you know, well, I'm, we, I'm just saying well, Ric Flair is the greatest of all time. So, Well, by fair... Uh... Second to second to Brett the Hitman Hurt. You remember who took his belt after all, right? Um, right. Yeah. Um, but of course, I'm Canadian. You're American, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, we're it. Talking, we're talking about the two most technical wrestlers there ever has been in professional wrestling, in my eyes, right? So. Right. Now, see the so, the hearts were on a whole new level, especially with Stampede Wrestling up there, and and their father doing the dungeon 
Like that was that was the training school. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was one hundred percent the greatest training school because I mean you had stars beyond stars coming out of that. That was just guaranteed that you're going to be a star once you put the work in at that school. Most definitely. I uh, there's been a lot of controversy around Stu Hurt's grandson, but Brett Brett Hurt's nephew uh, T- Teddy Hurt has yeah. got to be one of the most amazing wrestlers to watch in person nowadays if you ask me well i watch uh davy boy uh, and i watch teddy on major league wrestling uh the the way that teddy just draws the crowd um i know he's had his back back history but uh the dude is legit um they can still go and it's always great to see those two wrestle especially with brian pillman jr um it's it just it's nostalgic it brings you back to the past it's like seeing uh-huh. seeing what you saw when their their fathers or uncles or dads um were wrestling and no wonder Shawn michaels and triple h screwed him over from his getting that that job a few times because uh you know who you who who everyone would be watching if they didn't it wouldn't be them guys teddy would be at the top of that of the list if he had a stayed uh, and uh, I'm not saying that he didn't have his problems, but I mean, if uh, if he had have adjusted his attitude as a as a young fella, he would have uh, he would have went very very far. But uh, it's it's sad to see all the controversy behind that. I hope he gets one more chance, but you never know. Right. And see, this is what's great about having this perspective on the other side of the border is that you always get the United States fans like I'm in the United States and you get their side of the story. But, you know, when you hear about like the greats like, you know, Brett, the hitman, Hart, Owen Hart, you know, Edge, Christian, um, you know, there's a lot of Canadian based talent that has made their talent known in the United States. So to have that, uh, that fan base and hear what their side of it is, is just awesome to see on the show. And I thank you for coming on the show once again. Um, what do you watch now? Uh, and what show do you, uh, prefer? Do you prefer the, the lower independent type feel shows, or do you like watching, uh, the WWE or now you have new Japan, you have, uh, AEW that just started doing their live TV shows this last Wednesday. Uh, what do you prefer? AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, when it comes to the big boys, those are the big boys to me. And uh, Ring of Honor is getting up there with them. They're, I love watching ROH also. Um, however, I support all independent companies, whether they're in Canada, the United States, Mexico, Japan, anywhere there's an independent company, the more the merrier. That means there's spots for everybody that goes through training, which is deserving. They put their money and time and effort, everything into their training, their trainers, everybody, even the ring crew, no matter who it is, they put all that time and effort into those shows to make us fans happy. So the more companies, the merrier. Uh, I don't care if I have uh, uh, heat or anything with anybody, period, no matter who it is. I wish them all the best in this in uh, professional wrestling. That's all it's to it. So the more companies, the merrier. That means spots for everybody. 
So have you watched uh, Major League Wrestling at all? Because I ask a lot of uh, individuals this question just to see because I know it's an hour. I know it's regularly on Saturdays on the BN Network, and they, they broadcast it on YouTube. I see a lot of promotions now using YouTube as a platform so everybody can actually see because you put your shows on there. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to make your own network. So it saves cost on what the company is putting out. Uh, and there's a, it's just an unlimited amount of access to, to fans. Do you watch those type of shows on, on YouTube like MLW? Major League Wrestling is blowing me away. Those yeah. guys are seriously... I love how they're slowly putting their stuff back together. Um, I watched some of their stuff before they went out of business. Now that they came back, of course, I knew what the brand was, so I checked it out. I was like, wow, okay. But they are are taking their time and making wise business strategies, it looks like, and uh, they're, they're blowing me away. Right. You know, I also want to get to, like, with MLW, the one thing that I'm really looking forward to, other than the fact that, you know, you have AEW, you have, you know, wrestling on TNT now, um, it just it elevates every competition. Uh, and I love being a wrestling fan now because there's just so much access to, to professional wrestling that you can watch at any point in time, any given week. You know, there's those times where you sat probably you probably did this too sat at home and be like god i wish it was monday or i wish it was friday you know because you wanted to see wrestling again um the one thing that i'm really definitely getting to is the nwa coming back and they're going to be on youtube on their uh nwa youtube channel and then they have another channel they're going to be on but i'm really looking forward to that are you uh familiar on what they're getting together what they're doing right now uh, yeah, the NWA, uh, that whole rebirth, and uh, it's, it's awesome because I used to watch a lot of their stuff too. Uh, growing up, we used to have to have a TV box to do it, and then it, uh, so we only had so many channels at home. Um, but uh, for it to be for it to be brought back by uh, by the the front man of of the Smashing Pumpkins of all people. Like right for Billy Corgan to bring it back, I think that's pretty. Yep, yep, that's cool. that. That's yeah, Billy. Um, the nostalgic. I don't know if you've seen. I don't want to give out spoilers. Uh, but I mean, if you've seen online, there's a lot of throwback with this show. Uh, which I think is great because it's the old style studio. Um, someone uh told me that it it feels like more the territories, and I think that was my friend Cole and and Dave. Um, that was on the show. Uh, they're our regular host, and it it's amazing on what it looks. I don't know if you've seen it, but what are you looking forward to this coming back on air? And it's supposed to air on six oh five, which is a a classic throwback time slot, um, on Tuesday. Well, as I said before, with the spots for everybody, etc. You see, you just won the NWA tag titles, the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, that's that's a definite throwback. That's a classic right there. And the fact throwback. that they can go, oh man, they they can still go. Oh and, yeah, and they can still go, and they're almost senior citizens, but they're right. sixty years old. You know, it's amazing though, <laughs> because like I mean, you you bring up a good point though, because I seen them on on Impact when they were going against the Hardy Boys, and they were doing that you know broken Hardy gimmick, and I mean, my goodness, like they're. The looking at them doesn't do it justice because you have to see them go. They, you're right. They still 
can wrestle. They they still have it. It's 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 amazing to see it. I'm glad that we're uh, a lot of these fans are lucky to see it that are younger. Yeah, same here. Because uh, I mean, back to uh, what we were saying before about the whole Hulk Hogan Ric Flair thing. Uh, <laughs> right, we'll go back to there. Well, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's you know, if you wanted to see Harley Race and guys like that, you had to watch the NWA in the right. Day. Because, I mean, look what WWE did with them when they got him. We already knew he was a king. You didn't have to hand him the king of the ring. And, and it, like, he, he would have easily earned it. He would have won it, like, on his own. You don't got to hand it to him. It, 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 they, the guys they put in the king of the ring tournament uh, that year when they actually had Hurley Race kind of made me just kind of put my hand on my forehead. Like, right. And that could have put big names in there and right right and you know we got to give a little uh shout out of respect to the harley race family and all the friends uh because we recently just lost that great uh great individual um yeah rest in peace king harley race exactly uh much respect to that to that family um speaking of like harley race's generation man that was some hard hitting i mean they didn't mess around they weren't they weren't trying to go for the long term they were trying to make an impact uh, right there, um, they were rough. They were uh, th- it just some of the hits were brutal. Um, though some of the what are some of the wrestlers that remind you that you see today that reminds you of individuals that did wrestle in the NWA like Harley Race and Ric Flair. Um, you're, that's a really hard answer uh, to give because uh, guys like Ric Flair and Harley Race are really hard to measure up to. Right, right. But, I mean, some of their wrestling kind of – some of their wrestling style that, that you see out of some wrestlers, like their power moves, their technical moves. Uh, I love, again, back to Teddy Hurt. You look at his moves and it's everybody right. else put together and very varied. But uh, done – uh, very well, very sellable. They're right. just uh... now. You know, yeah. I think a lot of those UK athletes uh, are kind of like a throwback of what the NWA was: the technical wrestling, the real hard, the hard striking, um, the power type wrestling. Which that's yeah. the reason why I like about there because it's kind of an old school style. Do you watch any of that wrestling over there in the UK? Uh. I find a big difference between UK strong style and and uh, Japanese strong style. Right. Uh, I I find uh, it very interesting to watch. Actually, uh, I love the difference between Mexico having luchador style, uh, the United States and UK having strong style, uh, Canadian kind of more I guess a traditional style. United States, I find it's a lot. There's a lot of uh, entertainment aspect in behind, uh, but uh, I prefer to watch the strong style type strikes and whatnot because uh, it kind of legitimizes the sport. Because you know, I used to be one of them guys that when somebody said, "Hey, wrestling's fake," I'd go out of my way and show them stuff that that wasn't fake. And, right. When I was even younger and less mature, I I get red faced and I'd be like I'd be like uh, like David Arquette when he was on uh, 
on the Ready to Rumble movie. You know? Right. <laughs> Wrestling is real! <laughs> no, no, there's, a, there's, there's a classic movie out there. <laughs> Shout out to David Arquette. Oh, that that was that that that's a classic movie. I I, I like watching that, and I I uh, let my son watch it for the first time, and he was just he was just amazed. And that was one of the scenes that you can't forget. He got so red in the face. Um, yeah, he, he did it perfectly. He looked just like me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, can you name like maybe five? Or four, depending on how how many that you 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 respect that you keep on a uh, on a uh, a pedestal. But five or four of your favorite wrestlers are all time. And I know you said Bret Hart and Ric Flair. Uh, what are some of the other ones to add to that list? Well, Bret Hart won always. No one's ever gonna pass Bret Hart. He was uh, not only great in the ring, but he was one of the most amazing people you could meet in person the most friendly to the to fans flair will always be second even though uh his records give him number one so three people in behind that teddy hurts definitely got to be in there somewhere um uh so hard because i got respect for anybody that puts their body on the line for fans like they do uh, right in the sport so uh jack evans blows me away with his high flying oh yeah he's uh he's one of those unique wrestlers unique talent unique athletes that they have in professional wrestling i get pissed off all the time when people say spot monkey he's not a spot monkey to me well you Um, know i i want to cut you off there for just a second because you make a valid point because the thing is is i don't know Okay, I get the fact where they where they're going at with that, but at the same time, they're not doing anything different than what individuals were doing when they were doing tables, ladders, and chairs matches. You know, they're not doing anything different than when that kind of wrestling kind of broke out uh, in the early two thousands. And then the you know you had Edge and Christian, you had the Dudley Boys, you had you know um, you had the Hardy Boys. Um, they were doing these kind of moves. Uh, in a mixture back then that you know these wrestlers are doing now, uh, so I don't understand why there's such this uh, this name tagging and, and and kind of a dis displeasement uh, when it comes to those type of wrestlers because that takes a lot of athletic ability. As I mean, as you're saying, like you I'd know, like to see, I don't know I don't know uh, I'd like to see one person that says anything about Jack Evans do a single thing that guy can you, you imagine like. That guy does double double front flips into senton bombs off the top rope. And not to not to, we got to mention though too, and not to forget the the stress that that puts on a certain person's body. I mean, yeah, it's probably not smart for the long term, but yes, it takes a lot of athletic prowess to be able to do that. You know, you you have to uh, be able to know what you're doing. Otherwise, you're really gonna screw your day up for long term. That's for sure. I mean, imagine landing on your head doing a double front flip off the top rope. Well, they got plenty of they got plenty of shows, uh, you know, online on TV, wherever you want to go. That sees those those screw ups where people actually fall on their head and look like they're about ready to break their neck. Oh yeah, there's uh, guys botch all the time, and uh, it's not pretty. No, <laughs> but uh, number five on that list, I definitely. A lot of people would laugh, but uh, 
for what he's put his body through and how much respect I have crossed together for extreme wrestling would be Abdullah Kobayashi. Oh, yeah, there's a good one. Why don't you tell the viewers and listeners a little bit about him that don't know who he is? Abdullah Kobayashi, anybody that thinks wrestling is fake, type in Abdullah Kobayashi and watch anything he does. When somebody puts a, a Kenzin, a little tiny square of railroad spikes on your head and lets the other guy smash it into your skull with a steel chair, tell me wrestling's fake after you watch <laughs> the video that's tagged Abdullah Kobayashi slash ouch. Make sure you're 19 when you okay it because you're going to puke when you watch the, right. the, the doctor take that out of his head. Well, I mean, I mean, look at uh, um, Abdullah the Butcher and Bruiser Brody. I mean, those those guys didn't screw around. There, there was nothing. I mean, you could see interviews. I mean, you've even seen uh, the story the um, that they had on the Dark Side of the Ring um, about Bruiser Brody and and Abdullah Butcher. They didn't screw around. There wasn't no play. They they tried to make people know that this is as real as real can get because they they, they would purposely hit each other. I mean, they got into it. You can tell that when wrestlers are actually getting into it a little bit, uh, you know, because they just they just get amped up and hyped up. Um, but yeah, the 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 chair, yeah, a little uh, PSA or kind of a um, a little heads up. Yeah, don't watch that video unless you have a, a strong stomach because that was brutal. That's probably one of the most brutal hardcore. Uh, I. I I, I don't want to say that it's more hardcore than what ECW was because there was a lot of a lot of hardcore stuff in that that <laughs> business. But yeah, the one that you were just talking about with the spike in the chair, uh, that you have to have a strong stomach for Matt. That one, that's for sure. That's just just one I could point out out of many. You watch Kobayashi in the ring, and you got a different perspective when it comes to extreme. You can watch ECW. You can watch Combat Zone. Any of those companies after you watch Kobayashi in the ring, and yeah, you probably think things were fake. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't want to discredit anybody that's ever been in the business with with with, with that, but I, I I get your point on uh, what you're yeah, saying. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just sometimes there's guys that that you watch and they get you so amped. Like after you watch other stuff, you're just like, uh, I gotta take a break for a bit before I watch this stuff. Right. Uh. Well. So the time's uh, running out on the show here because the uh, the producer's kind of telling me to like, wind it down a little bit. Uh, but before we go, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to or that you're you're doing? Do you have an event that you're you're doing that you can have this time to to plug, uh, or just you know just say whatever you need to say? Well, right now I'm here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and. Uh... There's three companies I've got on the radar watching right now. Um, PWA, Prairie Wrestling Alliance, um, RCW, Real Canadian Wrestling, and tomorrow night here, Monster Pro Wrestling, MPW. Uh, it'll be my first show to take in uh, at MPW. I'm looking forward to that. Um any fans that are uh, around Edmonton that want to take in any professional wrestling should check out PWA, RCW, and MPW. And uh, 
when I went to uh, the first two shows, I met some ama- some amazing talent. The uh, everywhere is from the the bookers to the to the the ring guys, especially the fans. Very interactive, affordable, and uh, just something you don't want to miss. It's uh, bring bring your fans, cheer what you want. No hurt feelings. A lot of the uh, a lot of the guys are younger, um, fresh, and uh, but they, they'll turn your head. They're damn good. Right, right. Um, well, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, I want to just say one thing though before we get end of the show here. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to you, sir. Uh, you were out there in your group uh, advertising to see if you could have podcasts. Uh, in your group. And I appreciate that. Cause we, we, you know, it takes a lot to put together a podcast and, um, we like doing this. Uh, we like to see that you're supporting podcasts and I appreciate you, you, you know, extended the olive branch out. So I wanted to give a shout out, uh, to your group and, um, thank you, uh, for giving the offer out to be able to be in your group. I appreciate oh, that. Thank you for having me. Cause you know, I didn't know what a podcast was. I heard about them, but I, right. I, now I know what they are. <laughs> they're they're getting they're getting bigger. Um, I know that they're on all these platforms, and and you know we could say in the United States that oh well, how did you not know a podcast and all that? There's a lot of areas that people don't know about podcasts, and it's just the the reason um, that it's getting busier, uh, bigger and busier with podcasts is that you can tell that because more and more uh, big corporations are trying to do a podcast. They're trying to affiliate it with their with their corporation or their their business. So. Um, yeah, you, you know, you're not the only one that probably doesn't know what a podcast is and don't feel bad. And I appreciate, uh, the time that you took to uh, do the show. For sure. Thank you for, uh, taking the time out of your day to have me on and, uh, make sure you send me a copy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. We will uh, send it out there so you can, uh, advertise it too, as well, if you'd like and share it. Uh, I just want to say for, for myself as DJ barbecue, uh, we got the OG of the redneck society. We got Mr. Taylor. Everybody, have a good night. Peace. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.